For many Americans, the early 1960s seemed an era of buoyant optimism and impressive progress. Poverty rates were falling, life expectancy increasing, and modern medicine promised to end a host of dread diseases. A decade and a half of economic growth had boosted national and personal incomes to new heights, and with it, remarkable new consumer goods, from air conditioning to transistor radios. Weather satellites, jet airplanes, and other technological wonders gave people confidence that President John Kennedy was right when he vowed that humans would walk on the moon before the decade ended. Undergirding national prosperity was an expanding system of education and technical know-how, and the security that came from residing within the boundaries of a superpower whose global influence and military muscle supported an American way of life. Cold War tensions could put people on edge, but in the years before a deepening war in Vietnam, the assassination of Martin Luther King, or the cynicism of Watergate, the spirit of the times was one of grand expectation. Near the crossroads community of Winesburg in eastern Holmes County, Ohio, 31-year-old Elizabeth Miller was not so sure. That year, Miller, an old-order Amish farm wife and mother, penned several essays on church history and contemporary life. Apparently well-read and familiar with current events, Miller was nonplussed by many of the developments that others took to be progress. She had heard the puzzled questions often enough— Don't you care for the use of electricity and the pleasure of owning an automobile? Surely Christ would not have led a homeless, poor life as he did, if it wasn't necessary for a follower of Christ to live a humble life as well, Miller reasoned. But in a society celebrating abundance, it was difficult to explain why her family did not seek anything more than what is needed to live. Yet modernity bore more than curious questions. It had a coercive edge. Miller felt mounting pressure on Amish parents to send their youth to consolidated high schools that featured basketball games, dances, and shows, and that assumed one can learn to plow straight by reading how to do it, rather than getting one's hands dirty through experience. In response to state demands, faithful Amish mothers and fathers sorrowfully have been apprehended and served prison terms rather than subject their beloved children, to such higher schooling. In some ways, Miller's reflections on life in the 1960s expressed noticeably American themes. She condemned godless communism, for example, and gave money to the Red Cross and to fund a cure for polio, but her brand of patriotism differed from those who believe in fighting for their country with guns and bombs. She knew that the pacifist Amish are looked upon with scorn because they refuse to take up arms. She had attended the court hearings of Amish men sent to prison by military draft boards. Rather than seeing better days ahead, Miller wondered aloud whether her people could persevere in an environment where those in high places who administer the laws considered the Amish ignorant, illiterate, and unlettered.